0: now, tuning in to Sigma Duocast. Welcome to Sigma Duocast, hosted by Rick and myself, Nate, where we BS about geek life, nerd lore, sports, uh, and I cap on Rick the whole time. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
1: Welcome everyone to episode 32
0: Is it 32? Yeah man, 32
1: We're about to hit our age <laughs> Wait No, I hit mine Oh, you're, you're, yeah, so this is your age You're 32 yep. Yeah young are done to care with a broken back Me too, I got a broken back
0: too yeah. <laughs> Broke back boys, wait Huh? <laughs> huh? i would never oh. seen that movie You know that i would never seen Brokeback Mountain uh, You know what's funny Talking about movies So remember how I don't remember if it was last week Or I think it was when uh, We had Easy on We were talking about Fifty Shades of Grey mm-hmm. So you know what movie I was watching on HBO Max today Fifty Shades of Grey No Secretary Secretary Yeah with uh, James Spader And Maggie Gyllenhaal It's pretty much like The same premise was it really? I think so. I mean, I don't it's like James Spader plays this paralegal, and he's looking for a secretary. And Maggie Gyllenhaal just gets out of like rehab for cutting herself or whatever. And he ends up, you know, doing like sadistic shit. No, I guess not sadistic, but sexualizing things.
1: Is it against her will?
0: No, she likes it. Oh, it's weird
1: because I. If I haven't seen Fifty Shades of Grey, but if it's my understanding, it's a movie where a girl falls in love with dude or whatever and, you know, do some kinky shit, you know, dominatrix or whipping, I don't know, bondage. Yeah, I think that's what it's about. <laughs> I have I'm, no, I'm going to say yes. I have no idea. I just know that it's very... uh Seductive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know what it was, but you had to pull that word out from way back here.
1: <laughs> no, I was gonna say that one song. What's the song? I was gonna sing the song. What's it, the Fifty Cent? The, the club, s- sweet seductive, the candy oh. shop, sweet. Oh, Did say so, sed- so seductive or something like that? Uh, yeah, and maybe so. that's the name of the song. I don't know. Something uh. Fifty Cent. All I know. My wife is probably gonna kick me in the head later. She's like, "Really, you don't know what song?" Damn. I think it's I think it's called So Seductive 50 Cent.
0: But anyways. No, isn't it Candy Shop? Isn't that the name of the song? Candy no, that that is a song that he does. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Uh-huh. So Seductive. I'll take you to the candy shop. I thought
1: he had his own song called I don't know. Oh,
0: Tony Yayo has a song called So Seductive featuring Dang, 50 Cent. Tony Yayo, what year is yeah. this, bro? 2003? <laughs>
1: The other day, we were... uh, That's mad nuts. We were in the backyard, right? Or yesterday. Me and my wife were in the backyard because, you know, we're getting... Technically, that was the other day. uh, uh, We were getting things all prepped up, and I had to run to Home Depot real quick Mm -hmm. to get some uh, supplies. Some wool. And so, when I came back, you know, she was playing music off her phone. Dude, I swear to God, it was like rush hour the era of rush hour the soundtrack of rush hour all over again like it's like junior
0: high like just all the songs gonna, like i'm trying
1: to think of i'm trying to think of uh i'm trying to think of a song right now that's in that movie what's one of the songs in that movie the bounce with but bounce with me the, oh the jay-z the jay-z <laughs> dude she, <laughs> she's like oh it's just some she goes to the place from like 90s and in early 2000, I'm like, nah, this is like Rush Hour stuff right now, man. Jesus He's just playing Christ. A Rush Hour
0: soundtrack, don't you? Pretty cry.
1: much, man. Fucking, uh, oh, oh, well, there he goes. Uh, the Thong song came on, or Cisco, wow. one of the Cisco songs. I was trying to keep it PG. Hey, I'm allowed to say one.
0: Yeah, technically.
1: PG-13 allows you to say one. Technically. And literally. that one was kind of like a flubber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you kind of just gave up at the end. I'm like, <laughs> So it's like I said muck Like wait what Muck
0: like the Pokemon
1: So I'll right here this lyric was Shorty so seductive dancing on me It's a way that she oh, moves That making me horny yeah. I wake up next to her in the morning I'ma turn over and tell her Let's do it again I totally messed that up You can't even read rap I can't read rap <laughs> Shorty is shorty so seductive Wait see I added a word is It's not even in there Excuse me, sir. You can't just add lib your own lyrics. I put the G in G unit, baby. I got game. <laughs> head to- <laughs> head to go good to go. Head to go <laughs> what? <laughs>
2: I'm reading it. At-
1: head to go good? He- head to go good to go. And I don't know your name. That's- I'm reading the lyrics. What does that even mean? Is it the wheels on that hot car? Meals on the shock bar. Or you just want a quickie with a rap star. Meals on the shock bar? Ladies, tell the truth. You know I'm cute.
0: So So what really
1: turns you on is the rims (laughs) on my cube.
0: What do you you sound like that? (laughs) (laughs) Stephen Hawking over here. (laughs) Yeah, you got all robotic with it. Okay. <laughs> I'm here for it, though. I love it. Oh, <laughs> what oh. what is meals on a shock bar? What is that? What's a shock bar, and why hey, are there meals on it? Listen, Bef- I have I have 21 questions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god!
1: Tear up the, tear up the club. Don't call my po. <laughs> wow bro i like 50 cent but these lyrics don't age well at all and that movie was fake i mean most of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my god what's funny uh i'm just
1: what i just read and how i read it Hey, you know what? You know what I want to do? What we need to do one day is literally go through the lyrics of 21 questions and confirm that he asked 21 questions and no more,
0: no less. <laughs> now, are, are they 21 different questions or are just 21 questions in general? He goes, girl, it's easy to love me now. Would you love me if I was down and out? It was one.
1: Would you still have love for me? It was two. Girl, it's easy to love me now. Would you love me? Oh, wait. That's the that's the lyrics. He repeats the same questions. Here we go. Here's the verse: If I fell off tomorrow, would you still love me? One. If I didn't smell so good, would you still hug me? Two. If I got locked up and sentenced to a quarter century, could I count on you to be there to support me mentally? Three. If I went back to a hoopty from a band's, would you poof and disappear like some of your friends? That's four. If I was hit, wait. If I was hit and I was hurt, would you be by my side? Five. If it was time to put in work, would you be down to ride? Six. Uh, I'd put. I'd get out and peel a n-word cap and (laughs) chill and drive. I'm asking questions to find out how you feel inside. If I ain't rap because I flip burgers at Burger King, would you be ashamed to tell your friends that you feel in me? Seven. If the bed, if I use wait what (laughs) in the bed, if I use my tongue, would you like that? Eight. If I wrote you a love letter, would you write back? Nine. Now we can have a little drink, you know, a nightcap, and we could go do what you like. I know you like that. Like, that's not a question. And the other verse, I'm just going to count the question marks. How many you ever know? Nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 19 I guess if you count the two questions he asks in the chorus is not that the hook 20 or whatever 2021 20, but then he has a couple other ones he has two more here 22 23 he has 23 questions he doesn't have 21 questions
0: so maybe you don't count the two
1: 50 lied, bro. It's 23 questions. <laughs> I can't believe we just did that. Right. Uh, anyways, <laughs> anyways, back to your regular schedule So programming. yeah, we totally got freaking sidebarred with that. All right. So, anyways, episode 32. Welcome everyone. If you haven't, if you haven't figured it out, we're doing a late recording today because, um, unfortunately, Nate over here had to work uh, the late shift and uh, he came and. Yeah, we're doing this kind of like almost eleven o'clock at night, and he's super tired. I'm super tired. We still we got the termana, you know. So we're we're just it's on hit. We're filling ourselves right now. Can
0: people still say that. I on, on I, hit. I just on hit. Yeah, I never heard that to begin with. Okay, well, what is that? You're a you, so you wouldn't. I'm gonna ask. I'm you. not a hipster, bro. I'm gonna ask your wife, because <laughs> <laughs> she's hip to be square. Sure. What does that mean? On hit? On hit, like on point, like
1: I can just say on point. It's
0: meals on the spinner bars or whatever. what what do you say? I don't know. Anyways. We were me and my wife just a little while ago earlier. We were <laughs> a little while ago earlier. <laughs> How many more synonyms can you add to that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were watching I watched a YouTube video and it was uh, it was kinda old. It was back when um Mission Impossible Fallout came out, they were promoting it but you ever seen those vanity fair ones where, you know, it's just the actor and they're like literally just in the backgrounds, all white and everything. And they either have an iPad or something and, you know, they are talking about something. Well, anyways, Simon Pegg and Henry Cavill where, uh, they're promoting mission Impossible, but they were talking cause they're both, you know, British. They're going over, um, words that are, uh, uh, slang words in Britain and what they mean to us. And, uh, like, one of them was, like, uh, i trying to think of a couple. I'm trying to think of this one where it was uh, calling someone a prick, but it was, like, doing it in a very nice way. I can't remember what it was. It was actually pretty cool. I was like, I'm going to have to use that. And a Dog's Bullocks. It was, like, a the way you would use it is, like, something awesome. Like, man, the car is Dog's Bullocks, but you're literally. It's like
0: saying the bee's knees.
1: But you're literally talking about a, the dog's balls. A Dog's Balls. But the tense, you would say it. And it was funny because they were like when the oh, dogs bollocks.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: One was like knob. You know what knob is? Like, is that like idiot? No, it's your dick. Like, ah, it just got hit in the knob. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Like the brain just. <laughs> their, their slang is crazy. I'll show you the video later. But man, like if you can YouTube and just look it up, you know, Simon Pegg and Henry Cavill, you know britain slang and again it was in conjunction with mission impossible fallout uh, promotion but
0: they were in they, mission impossible
1: fallout well simon Pegg was on a couple movies but henry cavill remember come on man henry cavill was in Fallout. i've mission- never seen
0: any mission impossible ever i'm sorry what yeah i you've,
1: said it you've never seen any mission impossible movie yeah never i can't even look at your face right now don't look at the sky i'm gonna look at my ceiling Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> really?
2: You ever seen one, man? You ever seen one? You ever seen Mission Impossible? What the hell?
0: Damn. Did you get hit in the dog's ball? Hey, I fucking. Uh, God damn it. There's number two. <laughs> oh, I went it R now. I went with it. I went with it, bro. I didn't mean to.
1: High pitch? Hey,
0: <laughs> yeah, you did that pretty well. I just. Dude, Mission Impossible are like really good movies. Are your dog's bollocks in your wife's purse? No, that's you, my friend. Why am I in your wife's purse? <laughs> <laughs> what What am I doing in there? Wait, my wife doesn't even have a purse. Yeah, come to think of it, neither does mine. What are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I just found out you've never seen any Mission Impossible movie. and Right, yeah. Uh-huh. Flabbergasted by that. Yeah, I mean, they came out when I was younger. Like At that point, it wasn't like superheroes or... Okay, Scooby-Doo. like the first,
1: like the first
0: two. I mean, you know what's funny? There's a, six a of them. A lot of Tom Cruise movies I've never seen. What? Yeah. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, I'll be real with you.
1: <sighs> I gotta take a step back. I gotta breathe. Oh my god, dude! Tom Cruise movie stars amazing. I love his movies. I don't care about him as a person. Per se I, You know Believe Do whatever you want to do But Movie star Tom Cruise Bro Days of Thunder Top Gun I've seen Top Gun Rain Man I've seen Cocktail Rain Man. Nope Born on the 4th of July Nope Really? What's that other one He was in that, uh... He's in a lot of movies You know what's one of my favorites Is when he's The one where he's a lawyer um, And Jack Nicholson's in that Oh my god What am I do? I can't think right now that's the one that has like that famous line where it's like Jack Nicholson's like, you want the truth? You can't handle the truth. And he says it. Hell you want the me. juice? You want the juice? Um. Oh my God. Why can I not think of that movie? I bet there's people when people listen to this they're gonna be like, yeah, you know, it's this and this and that.
0: Punching the stereo. You guys suck.
1: Dude, I'm really. Oh, a few good men. Yeah, I've never seen That's that. That's what it's called. That's a really good movie uh interview with a vampire nope jerry Maguire? never seen all right jerry that's vampire. too old let me go to the new new way. war of the Worlds. i've seen that collateral no you haven't seen collateral no you got to watch collateral uh the last samurai nope minority report yes any of the two jack
0: reacher movies nope a bolivian i'm gonna say no edge of tomorrow You've seen Edge of Tomorrow. Live, Die, and Repeat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Yeah, I've seen that. The Mummy? No. Magnolia? I've seen Steel Magnolias. Risky Business? Nope. Well, that's an old movie. Never mind if you've never seen the old movies. Is that the iconic, like, him sliding in on his socks? Risky Business, yes. Okay, no, yeah, I've never seen that.
1: Yeah, that's the one he did that. I almost said no, but I was like, no, nope, because I was thinking of cocktail, but I was like, no, it's not cocktails risky business. Where, Dude, that p- throws
0: me off, dude. Like, Yeah, I mean. Tom Cruise is like, real. It's as not a, like, as I, a movie I, star, I, he's legit, It's dude. not like I personally choose not to watch his movies. It's just I've never seen them. I'm going to have to. Uh, I'm going to have to HBO Max a lot of his movies if they're on there. They, You know what? There actually is quite a few movies on there of, uh, of Tom Cruise.
1: Dude, I feel like I've seen almost all his movies. Almost. I've seen like maybe 90% of Tom Cruise movies. Looking Because I'm looking at the list right now on Wikipedia. And as far as like him being... being, Yeah, dude. He... I want to say I've seen 90... You know what? 95% of these movies. But Mission Impossible is really good. Like the first one... A lot of people don't like the first... For some reason don't like the first one. But I love the first one. Like it's one of my favorite tom cruise or mission impossible movies i should say and uh with that one it's uh it's very you know it's it it came out in the i want to say the mid 90s um so 94 90 no i think it was like 96 and with that one um you know we had a lot of james bond movies and it's kind of like james bond but um like the american version yeah. of that organ of, of the IMF. I It's IMF for a mission impossible. And then you have MI six for James Bond. Right. But um no, the, the first one was pretty cool. It wasn't like super over top action, but it really focused on like the thriller and, you know, gadgets a little bit. And just the, uh, the whole, the story was pretty cool. Like the twist of it, I guess. And then they did mission possible two with John Woo director. And that one was just like super action. And what's funny is that one like kind of brought mission possible back more into the the limelight but it's kind of one of my least favorite ones especially since where they've gone um and then they did number three which i believe was uh what's his name jj it's a jj abrams film so you know a bunch of bunch of lens flare everywhere (laughs) that one was cool the the the, the reason that one kind of threw me off is because not that he's a bad actor because this the, the this is a good actor but the villain the main villain of the movie was um Philip Seymour Hoffman and hmm. it just didn't seem like it, like if i were to picture Tom Cruise or even not even talk, just let's just go with their actual characters like Ethan Hunt that's the name of Tom Cruise's character yeah to go like square off against Philip Seymour Hoffman's character that's i'd right. be like bro you you can like take this fool and like Two steps, like, like really? He's he's the villain, so I don't know. Yeah, again, he's not a bad actor. Philip not a bad actor. Rest in peace, by the way. But he he was just like, really, he's the villain. Yeah, every
0: time I see him, I always just think of Big Lebowski.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. You know, especially when what's her name says, you know, I'll suck your j. I'll suck your seat for a thousand dollars. He's up like, but he can't watch And He's like <laughs> that smile, bro. He has to pay a thousand. Uh His but we're, yeah, well, really brought what really brought Mission Possible back though was Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol is really good. That's the one that had Jeremy Rayner in it. Um, uh, he freaking literally the thing about you know Tom Cruise is that he does his own stunts. Is that the one where he like held on to the side of a cargo plane? No, that one is the one after. So that one, so Ghost Protocol is the one where he literally uh, bungee wired on the side of the. I think it's the Burj Khalifa. That's the I don't know if it's the world's tallest building, but it's the one in, um, Dubai? in Dubai, that tall, tall building. So okay. he filmed, they were able to film there. And he. Li- and so the thing about Tom Cruise, the reason why I love him as an actor is he m- does almost all his stunts. He's so, an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. And so when he did that scene in Ghost Protocol, when he's on the side and and this and that, he was literally attached to a couple cables and he was literally running on the side of the, the building at like, you know, 100 200 uh, you know, uh, floors up in the sky, dude. It's crazy. And so the second, the other one, Rogue Nation, that one was the sequel to Protocol, obviously. And that one, he was literally attached to the side of a plane while it took off. So he was on there. And then the last one was Fallout, which had Henry Cavill as, a, as the villain. Wow. And it continued the story arc. So Protocol introduced the whole story arc, and they went from Protocol to Rogue Nation to Fallout. And that was like its own little trilogy. So they're supposed to be doing, I think, two more movies. So he's filming right now, one of them, and uh, the number seven. And uh, in in Fallout, he literally was doing a, his own stunt, and he was running, and he had to, like, jump from one building to another. And he did it, you know, obviously in real life. And when he did, though, his foot, he, he short the jump, which was intended because that's what his character does. But he did it wrong where he had his foot... Um, kind of when you jump he had it kind of up and so when it hit the building his foot uh hit the building and then it went bent back too far like towards his chest uh-huh. and broke it and he pulled himself up and he finished the scene with the broken foot hmm. you and they, they left it in the uh in the film you literally see him limp limp out and then uh and then you know obviously it continues the regular scene but um <laughs> the- but dude, yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, dude, yeah, he has a lot of cool movies. Jack Reacher movies are really good too. I like the Jack Reacher movies. Um, it just blows me away. Never seen Mission Impossible, let alone a lot of uh Tom Cruise movies.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, it's just it's not by choice. It's just kind of unfortunate that I haven't seen it. But I mean, maybe I'll eventually watch them and enjoy them. Hopefully. Yeah, I'll watch the Mission Impossible movies
1: you don't have to see all of them you can start off with ghost protocol because ghost protocol kind of like i said it it, uh it just it's not a reboot but it just continues like further down like the only thing you'll um not really get is um benji which is simon Pegg's character he was introduced in mission possible three but he didn't really have that big of a role but you kind of get an understanding of you know who he's about, where he comes from, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then you don't really you don't really see Vin Rams in in uh number four, but he's pretty much in all the other ones. Vin yeah. Rams is in him. Yeah, Vin Rams is in him, and so he doesn't really play too much in in number four, but in five and six, um, he kind of comes back as a regular, and then uh and then yeah, so yeah, so if you want to start watching watching uh, mission impossible you can start with number four ghost protocol and watch that little trilogy they did there um and then if you happen to enjoy them you can go backwards and like i said i like the first one and then the second and third one are kind of like my least favorites probably the third one's my least favorite if i had to rank them i'd put protocol number one fallout no the first no fallout number two the first one and then rogue nation then mission impossible two and then number three like those movies, oh! But uh, let's hit some. Um, let's uh, let's talk about some quick little entertainment headlines.
0: Let's do it.
1: So first one, uh, since we're talking about Mission Impossible and Henry Cavill, uh, The Witcher season two wrapped up recently. I saw that. I saw the photo that they uh, Henry Cavill posted on his Instagram. Yeah, I'm freaking excited for that, dude. That dude's a beast, and more Witcher.
0: Heck yeah! Didn't they also announce that uh, or? Can finally confirm the Witcher 4? The video game? I haven't heard that. My wife is telling me. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they're really focused right now on Cyberpunk. (laughs) Yeah. Which means we'll probably get the Witcher 4 in like 2030. Yeah. Plenty, plenty
1: years later. Um. What's crazy is with this one, they filmed it all during COVID, and everyone masked up. So I'm kind of wondering if, because I mean, <clears throat> if you've seen the first season of The Witcher, they had a little bit of a Game of Thrones feel, where like everyone gets on, gets it on in that show. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's going to be any of that in this season,
0: or if they're going to kind of tame that and maybe go a with lot more of, gore. Uh, people dying from archers. <laughs> <laughs> He's, I said six feet.
1: The first season was pretty good, though. It was. They're supposed to. They're supposed to uh, create a more linear storytelling in this season, as far as what I read. So, if you've watched the first season, you know it jumps around like super different decades. There's like a timeline with Geralt. There's a timeline with uh it was Suri. There's a timeline with um, who's the 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 mage. What's her name? Jennifer. Jennifer. And then and then yeah, so there's like three timelines going on, and then by the end of the season, they finally all are strong. because they're telling like the origins of like, yeah, everyone, and then it kind of goes, you know, does this weird thing. Some episodes are going backwards, et cetera, et cetera. But this season, because that was one of the biggest complaints about the season, was just like it was so confusing. Yeah, you did not know
0: when you like unless you really paid attention. You don't know like. when took place what episode took place or what event because even in the same episode i thought this happened on this and i was like oh wait this is taking place before like why is he just meeting her now like halfway through the season but yeah but excuse me yeah
1: so yeah they're supposed to streamline it uh season two so that'd be interesting um so that's witcher another headline let's see here let's do some marvel news um Loki
0: released their trailer.
2: Mhm.
0: Uh what you think about that? It looked pretty cool. Looked interesting. I like Tom Hiddleston, man. Like he's 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 always fun to watch. He he just looks so um he looks like he embodies Loki. Yeah,
1: that's what I was going to say. Like he just it trips me out though cuz he looks um you know, when you watch the trailer you see him like kind of like in normal just like dress
0: attire and it's just like yeah, it just I like looks so he weird was to me. In, uh, Ragnarok yeah. You saw him in a suit. And he's like, man, he, I mean, he's a beautiful man. I'll tell you right now. Yes. Uh, so I he, agree with he, that. Jeez. <laughs> Anyways, um, you know, he cleans up really well. So, so seductive. So seductive. I got 21 <laughs> questions for you, Tom. <laughs> Anyways. Meet the strawberry real quick. Yeah. But I oh, uh, like that. Not, uh, cut a uh,
1: slice, the strawberry. In
0: your yeah. Drink. So apparently, uh, in, uh, Sigma Rita, there's fresh strawberries and squirt.
1: Dude, tell me it doesn't taste good
0: though. It's on
1: hit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, you're saying Loki,
0: Tom yeah. Hiddleston. So you know, watching the trailer. Uh, when I got here, uh, I watched it with Rick because I have yet to see it because my life is a mess right now. But um, I'm busy. So just watching it, it was like, oh, okay, you know. And we went back and paused certain things, and we like picked out certain things. Like we saw uh, the Avengers Tower in the background, and looked like a destroyed. It looked like The Last of Us, but in New York, just
1: no like clickers or. It kind of looked like post blip. Hmm. But if there was like no civilization and the world kind of just, I- I'm interested where this this whole concept because this whole concept of this show is that it looks like. There's these crew or this k- people that uh, monitor the timelines, and so they are able yeah, to capture exactly. him. Like, so I'm like, dude, what? So like what? Who what, said what, that? What, yeah, like
0: what? Okay, hold on. What does that mean for Endgame? Then what does that mean for? Yeah, what does that mean for Cap? exactly you know like what does that mean for anybody what does that mean for yeah black widow like is she really gone or, so like, i don't know man i i, I guess obviously
1: we have to watch it to see what the heck's going on i was
0: going to say we said it before but uh, uh you know the whole timelines and the the multiverse it's it, i think they're just going to bring back so many people and yeah they're, it's like if they're it's, gone it's they're like, really not gone. it's like the comics man they're,
1: they'll find ways to yeah um but it looks interesting comes out uh in
0: was it june or july june uh, June eleventh. It's the yeah, day man. before my wife's birthday. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, you know, get getting to watch that, and you know, like I said, uh, I've always enjoyed Loki and uh, any movie he was in uh, from the MCU, and you know, I, I think it's going to be enjoyable for sure. I think it'll be. I just don't know about Owen Wilson. I'm not an Owen Wilson fan. No, no, not really. And most people are probably like, "Wow." Wow. Wow. He,
1: I don't know. Uh, He hasn't really been in anything recently. You know, he has his movies back in the day, like Wedding Crashers.
0: And why did, I brought it up to you, but why does he look like uh, Stark? Howard Stark. Howard Stark. Tony Stark's dad. I don't know. We'll see. Like, is that part of like an alternate timeline? I I have so many questions, but there's about 21 of them.
1: (laughs) Did you watch the uh third episode of uh Winter Falcon Winter Falcon? Winter
0: Falcon and so the soldier boy uh Yo! Falcon and the Winter Soldier in the 90s music Oh now was early 2000s. Yeah. Um uh, I did. That was a pretty good episode. That was a a great episode actually. I think like the best episode so far. Yeah. You
1: got three more. We'll see how it goes. Um Another trailer that they showed was the for like the 10th time, but quote unquote, the final trailer, uh, Black Widow, since it's finally going to come out in July in theaters and Disney
0: Plus premium access. Yeah, I'm not spending $30 on Disney Plus premium when the gonna, only people that watch Disney Plus are my kids. I'll go. I'd rather just. Yeah, I'd probably go to just theaters. me and my wife. I'll spend
1: more money, but oh, well,
0: well it's the experience. Yeah. Um i don't know like i am at this point it's just like okay i mean i've always i've always said do we really need a black widow not necessarily you know especially now that they killed her character off so i don't know unless you're using it to introduce some of the other characters because they're going to play a future part in the future mcu yeah like that like, makes sense but like
1: because, yeah, because the, 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 I forgot her name, Bel- Belanova, I think it was. Yelena. Yelena something. Yeah, anyways, yeah. Uh, her sister, she's supposed to probably be My the sister. New, she's, <laughs> she's probably going to be the, the new Black Widow, and that's how they're able to keep it going, or Taskmaster if they don't. <laughs> Masker? Taskmaster. He <laughs> said Taskmaster. As long master. as they don't kill him off, you know, is he going to be a threat going forward? But it's mcu they kill off
0: all the dang villains so and there's the do you think the question still remains you know is taskmaster a male or female that's the 21st question
1: right there <laughs> i don't right You ahead. actually i think we got a glimpse it looked like it was like a black african-american person i didn't because you see hmm. someone grab the helmet i got to go back and watch it but you see someone grab the the helmet and the arms looked fairly thin and I'm pretty sure, you know,
0: it, it happened so fast. I, I just, yo, what if Taskmaster was someone that uh, left uh, Wakanda? That'd be sick. That'd be dope, right? That would make a lot of
1: sense, especially when that part where you know she, the the character does the little like Black Panther claws.
0: Yeah, because isn't that the what Taskmaster is? Is like mimicry. Like they can. He- yeah, his
1: power is not so much a power; it's just that he's able to uh, assess certain heroes and replicate them. Yeah. So we've seen in one of the many trailers that they show for Black Widow, but there was one where he was watching T'Challa, and there was one where he was watching uh, two other people, I forgot who it was, but he was just literally just standing there, and it was this big old screen, and he was just watching them, and then, like, in the next scene of the trailer, you see him, you see the character, because I don't know if it's a him or her, um,
0: perform the act that, he,
1: that they just studied. Yeah. So.
0: That'd be, a, that'd be I, a sick skill to have, like, just... To be able to remember things like that? Yeah, yeah. replicate exactly what you see. That's like, mm-hmm. tight. But we'll see. I don't know what happens. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I'd July. rather do that than have a web shoot under my hands. Go, web, go. <laughs> up, up, and away, world. Um. So speaking of
1: multiverse, we just got confirmation that Robert Pattinson's The Batman film takes place on Earth 2 in the dc universe so if you read the comics you would know there's obviously a bunch of different earths that's what they call it um in terms of the multiverse um which is good news and not so good news and good news no it's just really good news because since warner brothers confirmed that that batman takes place on earth Two, if you look into earth Two, like some of the current heroes um one of the big heroes that stands out is superman right and in Earth 2, Superman is African-American. And we already know that they're working on making a Superman movie with an African-American, mm. uh, what do you call it, actor. So that makes a lot of sense now. Because a lot of people, when they announced that, that they are going to be doing that just before the Snyder Cut came out, for whatever reason, WB wanted a I don't know if they were just trying to capitalize on the hype or trying to detract hype from the film, but uh, Justice League. But anyways, uh, a lot of people were like, "Really? Like, is that it? No more Henry Cavill? Like, what's going on?" Because Henry Cavill is Superman. Like that dude can build a freaking PC, and I'd be like, "Dude, it's Superman building a you know, you in that video? You know, Superman playing D &D and D &D right now. He looks like Superman. No matter what, dude. Like that dude is Superman to me." But anyways, everyone was kind of bummed out. Like, really, like so, no more him because he, you know, we don't know if he's coming back. He's always open to come back, but you know, he's got other things going on. He's not going to wait forever. And um, so we caught word that they're going to be doing a African American Superman. Everyone got kind of upset. Some people got upset for the stupid reasons, you know, racist reasons. But right. um, I was excited. I was like, that's cool. I was hurt. I was bummed out because I want more Henry, but. Um, now that they officially confirmed that the Robert the Batman is Earth-2, when you look at the roster of Earth-2 uh, Superman, you know, through the timeline, because um, originally there was Clark Kent and then became somebody else or whatever, I think. I never really read too many comics of Earth-2. I just, you know, did a Google search. But um, anyways, that's where that would play in part. So it's good news because, and the reason why I say it's good is because now, you know, if Snyder Cut... The Snyder verse, as people are dubbing it, if it happens to give more light so we can see more Justice League, see more of um, the characters that, you know, he established in his films, they could coexist. And not only that, you know, all of everybody can coexist, you know, technically going back to the first Michael Keaton Batman to um, Val Kilmer to George Clooney to Christian Bale. Ben Affleck and now Robert Patterson, they all could exist. They're just in different earths, earths, you know, different verses. So I think that's awesome. And I hope WB does do that and they take advantage of that and they do it right. Because if they do and they do it fairly soon, unless Marvel's already got it set up, you know, they would beat Marvel to the punch, but technically Marvel kind of already got it with, spider-man into the into the spider-verse and we'll see what's to come with the new spider-man movie and dr strange and all that but i think that's going to be the next like cliche thing we're going to be seeing in these comic book heroes is the multiverse of things
0: i can see that but you- with, with dc though i think that if they do it they'd have to do it quick is uh i don't think val Kimmer's in that great of health right now is he no not at all not at all but, but, I mean, that's what the Flash
1: movie is supposed to be. Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck are supposed to be in there. you know. But now it's like that movie has been delayed and delayed. You know, people, again, these actors aren't going to wait for WB to get their crap together. Yeah. They got other projects like how Billy Crudup, who played uh, the father of the Flash, um, he exit the Flash movie because... You know he does. He's doing his TV show on on Apple TV, so he's like, "I'm sorry, that's that's more of a guarantee than yeah, you guys trying like, to figure I'm, out when you're going to make a flash movie."
0: Steady paycheck income <clears throat> versus waiting. Mm-hmm. I don't blame him,
1: but we'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited for um for uh uh Robert Pattinson's The Batman's coming out this year, and uh, hopefully we get more Snyder movies. But speaking, again, of Warner Brothers
0: and multiverses, dun, dun, dun. welcome to the space. God. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you made me watch that. Space. You didn't even make me watch it, dude. And you know, I'm just like, ugh. space jam, a new,
1: it's not even two, but space jam, a new legacy, the nope. trailer release. And I, I don't even like the song.
0: <clears throat> What'd you think of that, man? No, I. it was absolute trash. LeBron? Come on, like, I get it. Like, he's one of the, the biggest NBA stars right now. But, like, if you're going to put him in a movie, like, uh, Michael Michael Jordan could not act, right? He was a terrible actor. But at least, like, his performance and stuff with all the other NBA stars, you know, Muggsy Bogues and Charles Barkley, all them, like, it kind of made it okay. But, like, with just the focus on LeBron, dude, oh, my God, he's such a terrible actor, I'm not even gonna call him an actor. Like, I'm just gonna say it. he's an NBA star trying to act. Like, that's that's it. Like, I, I, I don't I don't like the story behind it. I'm kind of mad at Don Cheadle for taking that role. <laughs> I, I just like, uh, no. The only saving grace that that movie is gonna have is the comedic effect that you get from the Looney Tunes.
1: Yeah, and we won't even. Get the true Looney Tunes. We'll get some of it.
0: So in the trailer, they, you know, uh, they showed um, Daffy Duck, Daffy Duck, Yosemite Sam, Sam, and he He's says like, to shoot the ball. And I was actually surprised that they had him, you know, take out his pistols, his and revolvers, shoot, and just shoot, shoot the, heck the ball. Out of it. Like I was like, and ah, even I, shot Daffy Duck in the face. Yeah, I thought that was funny, but I'm surprised they put that in. Uh, did you know that, uh, l- yeah, Lola Bunny
1: is played by Zadnya which I believe is uh, the Zendaya Zendaya, whatever her name is the girl from Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's the voice of Lola. Huh. That's cool. I'm kind of like, I don't care, but I'm kind of like, I don't know if the original voice actor, actress, actor, I guess, uh, of, uh, Lola's like passed away or what, but like do your best to get the original voice actors when it comes to the animated people.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that, that,
2: as a
1: matter of fact, let me,
0: like, that's my big, it's thing. like if someone else tried to do Winnie the Pooh and not, uh, what's his name? Bill Cummings or. Yeah. Well, it's like Mickey,
1: you know, they, there's a whole process to get Mickey. I mean, obviously the original voice of Mickey is, uh, Walt Disney. And then it went to some other people and then, uh, he, they, they just had a transition not too long ago. And by not too long ago, I mean like 10 years ago, I want to say, um, who does, who now does the voice of, uh, Mickey, let me see lola 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 Bunny. yeah because look billy west i'm looking at the i'm looking at the voice cast of space jam the first movie with michael jordan so billy west mm-hmm. we know he's alive bugs but he plays bugs bunny and elmer fudd um billy if you don't know who billy west is it's fry from chicharama yep. and the red m&m from the m&m commercials uh
0: oh he was yeah, yeah. that's right he
1: is he still plays him D. Bradley Baker plays Daffy in Tasmania. He's still alive. Uh, Bob Bergen played Porky, Tweety Bird, Marvin the Martian, Barner Dog, and Hubby and Birdie. Who played Lola? Where's Lola? Maurice LaMarche played Pepe. Uh, he, he ain't getting no job because Pepe Let like canceled. So, Cat Susie. Saucy? Saucy. Yeah, she's still active. Susia? So let me go to the new movie. Let me see. Let me see if they release the voice cast. Because that's the biggest thing for, right there. Look at that already. Jeff Bergman is Bugs Bunny, Sylvester, Foghorn, Leghorn, Fred Flintstone. Jeff Bergman. Who's this guy? Uh, Bergman was the first to replace Mel Blank Mel as the voice of Bugs Bunny. Oh, so he's one of the originals then, I guess. Oh yeah, the Bugs Bunny. You know he did additional voices. It was next. Yeah, so it's nineteen ninety. So okay, I'm okay with that.
0: That's oh, you're talking about he's still voicing Bugs. Yeah, he's the one. Okay, Eric Baux
1: is Daffy and Marvin. I don't know any of these people, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is new blood for Daffy. Daffy's my favorite. Bob Bergen, Porky Pig and Tweety, so that guy's back. And then Zendaya's Lola, which, whatever. Jim Cummings, speaking of, Tasmanian. I said Bill Cummings, yeah, Jim Cummings. Gabriel Iglesias is Speedy Gonzalez. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, here's the thing. I'm going to watch it. I'm not not going to watch it. And I And I have a feeling I'm going to have fun. And I'm gonna tell you why. The only reason I'm gonna have fun, it's gonna be you're like gonna be drunk. No, well that too. But <laughs> it's gonna be like Ready Player One. Now, Ready Player One. I like the movie, but the thing about Ready Player One was just the I had to be aware to see. Oh, all the Easter eggs. Like oh, there's that character because they yeah. you know it took this multiverse of of games and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And this one, like you saw, you saw in the trailer, like the moment. Uh, LeBron gets sucked into the verse what's the first thing you see West Game West. of Thrones Westeros yeah you know and then you see the Wizard of Oz and so like you have all these little like hubs and it almost reminded me of Lego Dimensions to be honest with you yeah and so you have all these hubs where it's like this universe and that universe and you have all these properties that Warner Brothers has so like when you first see um LeBron they tell him like hey you got to build a team what was what did he have he had Superman Gandalf Iron uh, Giant iron giant king kong king kong like you know what i mean like so i was like oh that's pretty cool and king kong is in the trailer the iron giant fred flintstone scooby doo you see the mystery machine yeah. um so i think that i'm gonna be excited for and that's what i'm gonna be like really yeah. looking forward to everything and then looney tunes i don't i haven't watched looney tunes since you know before the first space jam movie like true looney tune uh, shows so I don't really know what to expect now. I haven't seen any of the modern Looney Tunes stuff. So I don't know what to expect from that. And then like you said, LeBron James. Listen, I, I like LeBron James. LeBron James. I, I think he's a good entertainer and a good basketball player. But the if I had a meter on one end, you know, was left, the other end was right. And then you had a dial in the middle and it you know fluctuates back and forth he's kind of in the middle. Like if one end was like the best NBA player of all time and like just the best personality of a a person entertaining, like he's in the middle. Like I don't, I don't think he's the best NBA player of all time. I wouldn't really, I'm not a big basketball fan, so I can't really tell you who, because I'm not too familiar with a lot of them. So not to be ignorant about it, but you know, I know that he's, people try to compare like to me like okay let me put it this way like to me because of my era of awareness of basketball kobe bryant is like my like to me is the best basketball player of all time was you know what i mean yeah I, and then like if you ask my wife she'd probably say michael jordan you know scotty pippen all those people she you know the bulls that era of the bulls mm-hmm. you know what i mean and I wasn't even a Laker fan. I just always picking the Bulls in NBA. Jim, yeah. if you were to ask a kid now, like a fifteen-year-old, thirteen-year-old now, they'll probably say Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's all or LeBron James. But it's all it's all it, exactly it's generational. So mm-hmm. for me, it's like Kobe Bryant just always seemed like I don't know. He just looked like what the best NBA
0: player would look. Personified like. basketball.
1: He just looked like if someone asked me, like, if if you ask me anything about basketball, the, the first person that comes, that uh, pops in my head is LeB- uh, LeBron James. It's uh, Kobe Bryant, you know? Yeah. LeBron James, the only reason why he's extremely relevant is because he's just, he's in the era of social media and the internet. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? so True. And yeah, his acting, like, already his acting in the trailer was just horrendous. Uh. You know? He's like what in the matrix hell like and he sounded just like that no, but i was just like that and he, like he was just wooden like his arms his whole body language was just straight and he was just like yeah like bro do you have no other you can express emotion with the you way say, your arms
0: tuesday but you know your your
1: arms your body language you know can express emotion without having to say a word and it's like he's just like what in the matrix hell whoa even like even his voice when he becomes a cartoon and he's like gets animated yeah wait i'm a cartoon we're like (laughs) 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 you're you're terrible (laughs) you're how how does he say how does that one uh charge back terrible that's just that's terrible that's just terrible yeah so i don't know i mean like i said i'm gonna watch it i'm sure my kids will might enjoy it you know I think, I think they would I, I think, think yeah. I think just the whole multiverse thing is what's gonna really sell me on the movie yeah uh, there's really nothing else
0: but that that also you know that works for Warner Brothers right because they'll make it exciting for families and children but us being older it'll kind of give us those you know nostalgia feels with you know yeah. tossing this and this and this in the movie and you're like oh wow look at that like I used to watch that you know mm. Like you said, so I agree with you, like, you know, getting to see the other Warner Brothers properties and stuff like that. It's- well, it's just, it's it's not so much, like, seeing,
1: it, it's it's so much of just seeing universes collide. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, here we go. Here's here's Fred Flintstone talking to Bugs Bunny next to, I don't know, the Iron Giant and a dragon from Westeros. Like,
0: Yeah.
1: And then there's LeBron James.
0: Mm-hmm lebron Giant. i don't know that's how he sounded dude It's just dro- just
1: bleh. lazy so since we've been talking about a lot about warner brothers um one of uh one of their big movies released in theaters and um hbo max and i saw it both ways i saw it in theaters and i saw it on hbo max it's a uh, godzilla versus kong and you saw that one, right? You, I did. Yeah. Um, so this movie had the highest uh, opening weekend in theaters uh, during the pandemic. I think it was like 48 million previous record in the era of the pandemic was uh, wonder woman, which did only 19 mil. So it shattered that doubled it. Um, and you know, it rightfully did. It rightfully did. Uh, I went to uh here in Riverbank, saw it an IMAX, had to take my kids to see it on the big screen and, it was cool, man. Like, honestly, it was it was a really good experience. It was, like, really back to normal. Like, we went and, you know, obviously everyone's masked up. Um, unfortunately, the menu items were limited because they've been closed for a while. So, slowly, they'll get things back. But we were able to get, you know, nachos, popcorn, ices, and whatnot. And then, uh, yeah, we got to our seats. And the seats, the two seats on either side of us were empty. They gapped everyone out, but obviously nobody behind you. And when we went, there was a couple of families, you know, kids and whatnot. But um, it was cool because, you know, I kind—I I was kind of dreading. I even told my wife, "I was like, man, I swear this is gonna suck." Because I saw too many kids, and I'm talking about like five-year-olds, man. Like there was young kids, and then so I'm like, what is going on here? Um, and so I figured out oh, they're probably going to talk throughout the movie and it's going to, you know, but then I was like, eh, whatever. we we'll go home. We could watch it on HBO max. Not a big deal. I just really wanted to see it on the big screen on IMAX. Right. max, but, um, no, man, it was cool. Everyone was super respectful. Uh, it was packed. It was actually pretty packed on a Wednesday night. Uh, it was like eight 30 and, um, yeah, for the most part, everyone wore their mask whenever they went to the bathroom back. Uh, and when they're at their seats, yeah, you took it off, you know, ate your food or whatever. And, um, some people were there overly prepared. There was like a couple, a uh, couple seats from away from us that they had like a box of gloves, and every so often switched out their gloves. <laughs> they had masks up. Oh, they're doing the most. Yeah, they were doing the most. You know what I mean? But hey, you know, to if, you, if it makes you feel good and fantastic, right? But um, it was good, man, and it it was it was fun because, again, it was op- technically opening night, um, and so everyone was quiet throughout the film uh, a couple parts where the humans were speaking dragged a little bit you know you can start hearing some kids to get a little fussy but it was super minor and then as soon as like monsters were you know, on the big screen everyone shut up and was just in zone you know people were clapping you know cheering like you know like we went to go see Endgame and stuff like that so yeah. it was cool man like it was uh it was a great experience we are finally back it felt like you know how it used to be but um but uh, kong godzilla vs kong was was actually good now we'll give our score my score your score at the uh after this but um maybe we'll enter some spoiler territory um so if you haven't seen the film uh, at this point you might want to stop or pause and then come back to it but there might be some spoilers um we'll i'll do my best to not spoil it but it's it's honestly really hard because there's really not much to the movie and some of the things yeah. we say would be considered a spoiler. Um, so just FYI again, spoilers, Godzilla vs. Kong. In theaters right now, HBO Max, been out for, I don't know, six days, five days, something like that. But Close to it. Uh, if you were looking to go and see a monster, big monsters fight each other, this is the movie. This is it. If you don't care about
0: plot and humans <laughs> and if you really just want to see just monsters beat the shit out of each other then yes definitely this movie is for you yeah. if you're have to have a story and the plot has to and, make and sense you're technical as hell and you're just pay attention to everything then this gonna movie be is going to absolutely bug you so i my wife probably shouldn't watch it <laughs> i told her that
1: i said <laughs> i was at your house the day i said yeah you know don't, you don't, you're not going to want to watch that don't do it
0: uh, but it's good. I mean. It's it's enjoyable. It's watchable. It's entertaining. So what we mean by like
1: plot and everything. So th- the whole concept of the film is if you've watched. Technically, there's Godzilla. Then there's Kong Skull Island and then Godzilla King of Monsters. And primarily in King of Monsters. Uh, why should I really? Do that? since the first movie of Godzilla, the whole concept is that. Godzilla is able to sense when uh, there's another predator threatening his alpha status. I know they're what are they call titans titans whatever well they call them uh are you asking like wait, wait what are you asking like what they they call the monsters in the first film or just in general
0: yeah well, well was, just in general right they're called they're because I, I, I guess. be like one titan or whatever sure I guess um there's
1: just you know one alpha as far as I that's how I see it. So Godzilla is the alpha, he's the king. And so whenever another creature, like in Godzilla 1, it was the Mutus, um Mutos or whatever they're called. Like
0: uh,
1: Pokemon crossing over again. Yep. Man, and what then, did uh, uh, I miss? He, uh, he you know, he had to go take them out. He just sensed them and brought them and took them out. King of Monsters, same thing. And so God uh, Kong was just kind of isolated in his own little island on Skull Island. And then once people got involved, they, in this film, you learn that they built some type of, again, this is stuff that just like, what? <laughs> but yeah. they built some like enclosure around him to basically, so Godzilla wouldn't be able to sense him and yeah. he can live his own life. And there's this little girl that essentially taught him sign language. And
2: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, they humanized Kong, uh, Kong. I mean, Kong is, is a gorilla and, whether you believe in evolution or not, you know they they think that you know people say that you know we're uh, uh, an evolution from monkeys or whatnot, gorillas, chimpanzees, whatever, whichever one it was, and so you know gorillas are the closest are the closest mammals to humans that almost human, and they really they really let that show in this movie with Kong. Yeah, they humanize them big time, especially when they give them the ability to sign language. And now you can basically, hey, I can speak to him. People can speak to him. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, the whole concept of this movie is it all goes to poop, as they say, because there is the this company called Apex or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're trying to build a um. Uh, a, a, a creature that can defeat, that can protect them, kind of like in Pacific Rim, how you have the uh, the uh, what do they call them, J- Jagger suits, Jagger Jaeger, yeah, uh, robots mm-hmm. to fight the kaiju's. So they're trying to build that, and Godzilla essentially sends them, and so what they do is they he attacks their base or whatever because he's trying to basically stop whatever they're doing and. They turned that into a media frenzy that he's bad. And there's even more purpose to have uh, a defense. Mm -hmm. So the idea goes, well, we need to have protection. Who can we try to get to protect us? Kong comes to mind. But not necessarily to fight Godzilla. It was more because this company Apex, the guy there, has this theory that at the core of the earth it's not a core of just lava that there's a hollow earth and it's a whole nother like world yeah down there such a world within a world and there's a special like material or or equation or something that they can replicate that's more powerful and it's like its own energy but they need the uh,
0: sample to create the equation and replicate it yeah, that's where you know Godzilla harnesses his power from, essentially. Something like that. And yeah. so,
1: so this guy, the scientist, that theory, uh, the Apex people go to him and they convince him to, we got to go there. We have the resources and the technology, which is super far out technology, which if it's in continuity with the first Godzilla, which made it really grounded uh, for 2012... Yeah, and we're jumping like not even ten years later, five years later, whatever, and it's like all of a sudden we got all this technology. So that already kind of if you're if you're technical with that stuff, you're already going to be pissed about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyways, so he knows he has a connection to the person who oversees Kong, and they said, hey, Kong can lead us through this vortex of whatever to get to the hollow world. So that's how they, uh, you know, and he manipulates the girl to release essentially kong and they somehow start transporting him and the moment they brought took him out of his enclosure godzilla sensed them and we get the first fight which was pretty awesome by the way that's pretty badass and that round as they called it went to godzilla he straight up messed up kong he put in work for sure and he had a he had to basically play dead because again they humanized him to essentially protect the humans they uh you know he played dead so that way Godzilla wouldn't continue fighting him and wouldn't harm any more humans. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the movie with humans happens. Millie Bobby Brown's in the movie for whatever reason. She was in the second one, and I think they just wanted to have her in there. Her whole story was essentially pointless. There's no reason for her to be in there. No, it really wasn't. We had a guy making conspiracy podcasts, which I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing the entire time. Like,
0: oh, okay, but okay
1: you know that was that and then and yeah and then they get to hollow earth and which was really cool that whole sequence was really awesome but again there's the logic is what yeah and but it was cool and you find out that that's kong's home world that's where he belongs and he takes the throne back so now he can be dubbed king kong but i guess he didn't earn his name because him and godzilla fight again which the collateral damage in this movie
0: is—it's utterly ridiculous. Yeah, they like fight in China, and I'm sitting there like, bro, I'm just like you—you really like this is okay? Like you—you you destroyed the entire city, you, not even like half the, the entire city. Yeah, is gone, which which looked amazing. Yeah, I was like, oh man, it's so pretty. Like it's all lit up, lit up. Like, yeah, it like, looks like, 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 like something from Tron or like Cyberpunk. Yeah, right? yeah. and but uh, it got
1: destroyed. I just I, I mean, go I go. was pissed when I watched. Uh, Man of Steel Superman and when freaking Superman and Zod were fighting and they like leveled Metropolis I'm like mm-hmm. wow look at that collateral damage and then we're just not going to talk about it we're not right. going to ever bring that up again yeah. and you know th- the next movie is like a few years later and everything's fine everything's rebuilt this movie I was just like here we go again mm-hmm. but um, yeah that was pretty bad but anyways Kong and Godzilla fight again and godzilla wins he kicks his butt oh yeah he gets to the point where kong's about to die
0: like he kong is literally dying yes
1: his heart is slowing down and godzilla just handled him
0: he he won godzilla is the king godzilla just like ain't no chump dude like he, he, he he put hands on kong yeah and so if
1: you're wondering well does anyone do they really fight or they team up yes and no so, yes, because Godzilla kicks his butt and that's that. He's about to die. Now, the only reason he doesn't die is because this Apex company, and here's the major spoiler, does create what they try to create and they create Mecha Godzilla. And Mecha Godzilla is a beast. Like, this thing is okay. like freaking. Think of Iron Man Godzilla with a spider sense. Like, this guy had his agility, his things, his dodging, everything was impressive um and he was destroying godzilla and then the humans had to come in and they had a use crew to, <laughs> the ship became a defibrillator is a defibrillator is that what it's, called? Not mm-hmm. what it's called and they bring kong back and then godzilla and kong team up and then but before that it was the little girl had a sign lego. we said hey, godzilla is friend the enemy is godzilla is not
0: enemy yeah yeah so i don't know man
1: again if you want to see fights of big monsters, Kong Godzilla and Mechagodzilla, it's amazing. The visuals, everything is amazing. Yes, like I absolutely would love, my kids loved it. I lo- I'll watch it again because of that. Anything I want to that, see
0: Godzilla slap the, the, the crap out of Kong like a hundred more times. Like yeah. that, that was amazing.
1: Any, anything that had to do with the monsters themselves, because uh, let's be real, this movie was more Kong than anything. Yeah. Um, I love it. Everything was amazing. Anything that had to do with humans, Mm. Just like Transformers, yeah, bro. Get rid of the humans. Mm-hmm. Like, I get there your your conduits to run some narrative, but there's just you know they made the movie short. I felt the movie was outrageously short. There's way should have been a lot longer because they needed they could have broke this into two movies because they needed they had a lot of explaining to do. They could have done a part two of King Kong. Just so we can get an understanding of his world and his thing, yeah. and right when he finds his like homeworld, I, I figured that's, that's what they... they
0: tried to do in this: is they try to use it as King Kong Part Two, but threw in Godzilla for like I guess a fan service because Godzilla really isn't in the movie all no, that much. He only pops up to kick some ass. He only he, pops up he... to slap Kong like three uh, times and then pfft, gone. Yeah. So like, it's really more. Well, they portray him as the villain. Yeah, you know, and what do they normally do when you have movies? The villain never gets screen time. Yeah, and that's how they portrayed Godzilla in this movie. He was the villain. You know, he only popped up when he. We understand why he was doing what he was doing because you know, towards the end of the movie, you find out. Oh, okay, he's not a villain at all. He's just. He's just. He takes out anyone who's a threat to his alpha status. Yeah. But um. Yeah, like I said, this was this was Kong like one point
2: five. Yeah,
0: they should have done a Kong
1: two and then that way each monster would have their own movie two godzilla movies two kong movies mm-hmm. and then they could have done this and they could have fleshed it out they could have i mean because mecca come pops out of nowhere and he just like he he fights there's a big fight scene at the end and then that's it and and yeah. Mecha Godzilla plays a big role in the in, in the. So I'm not too familiar with Godzilla, but my kid he loves Godzilla. He loves all the, he's seen all the movies and everything. And so, in this one, they use one of Ghidorah's heads, King Ghidorah. They use one of his heads to essentially, you know, make Mecha Godzilla, so to speak. And I guess my kid was telling me that that's accurate. I, I guess that they do use Ghidorah to. That's how they figured out how to create Mecha Godzilla or something like that. And then at some point down in one of the films, King uh, Ghidorah comes back, and one of the because he's a three headed like dragon monster thing, yeah. And one of his severed heads, um, gets reattached to that body, and it's a robotic. It's the Mecha Godzilla one. Mm. So you have two normal heads from Ghidorah, and then you have the robotic one. At least that's what my kid tells me. And so, um, so again, the lore is there, but it's
0: it's quick, it's quick little stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean, and. So like, if you're like a super fan, like your son, then you'd be like, Oh, yeah, I get to see it. And then, oh, like, yeah, wait, like, that's it. Like, yeah, he loves, yeah, he's
1: he's bummed out that he he was telling me today. He's like, I wish I saw more Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, he's I, like, he's I, just in a real, like, for five minutes. I agree,
0: like- I definitely most definitely agree. And even watching like the old, like, you know, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla when I, you know, I used to watch it with my dad, like, you saw Mecha Godzilla like a heck of a lot more time. Mm-hmm. So, and like, I was just, you know, kind of disappointed but
1: like i said it could have been two movies yeah definitely it could could have been a they could have made a kong movie explain his whole thing they could have explained a lot of this human stuff because a lot a lot of the human things just made no sense to me Uh, and they tried to like you know fast track a lot of stuff so they could explain a lot about that and how what they did how they did it how they got the resources um and then they could have ended it with a you know because, you know, at some point you see him get his, his, the, the axe. Yeah. And that's where he's like, yeah, I'm now, right. you know, King Kong is, he's back. He has Hollow Earth. And then that's where Godzilla senses him and he
0: freaking blasts Bro, him. that was the sickest thing. He's just like, like, you think he's going to like, you know, blow up, where was it? Hong Kong or? Some, yeah, Hong Kong, China. Something like that, right? And uh, like, all of a sudden he senses that and then just like, poof. Shoots into shoots the ground, straight, straight, straight to the, the core,
1: straight to the core of the earth. Yeah, you know how they always said they always made that joke, like, "Oh, I can dig my way from China to wherever." You yeah. Know? And, well, Godzilla made a
0: dang Godzilla hole. Godzilla did it in all like the way. fifteen seconds. Like, yeah, that's like super strong. And uh, I just thought it was stupid that you know at at that point, you know, Godzilla like screamed down his hole, and Kong was like, "Oh, uh, uh, let oh, me oh you, let me scream back, let
1: me go, and I'll fight you." Yeah. And then he got his ass whooped. Yeah, dude. Yeah. No chance. No chance. So, again, uh, you got to go into this movie with the mentality that you're going to go, you're going into to have a fun time and you're going into to watch monsters fight and just watch them. Anything with the humans. you You,
0: You go in before anything, you change your language. Is something you don't understand, so that way you don't have to pay attention. But you still get all the action of the monsters. You know what? That's what I'm going to do. Put it in Spanish? I'm a, no, because I can pick out some words you, in Spanish. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. I'm going to put it in French or Portuguese or Italiano. Dominic de Coco. Yeah, do that. French is too passive-aggressive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or German, so everyone's just yelling. Yeats! Yes! <laughs> yeah, did you say Yahtzee? I don't know. I didn't say Yahtzee, but whatever. Okay.
1: But anyways, I would give from 1 to 10, I would give it
0: a 7.5. I'm going to give it two ratings. I'm going to give it a 7.2. No, I'm going to change that. I'm going to give it a 7.7 for the fight scenes, like the action. And then I'm going to give it a six two because of stupid like humans. Well if you're gonna
1: say that dude, I'd give it a if we're if we're limiting to just any scenes with monsters and especially when they're fighting and the visuals and all that, I'd give it a nine easy. And if we're talking about the human scenes, I'd give it a two. <laughs> <laughs> so it factors out a seven, seven, five, you're good. Yeah. That's why I said seven five. <laughs> Dude, the, the human aspect of the movie is terrible. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm still mad that Millie Bobby Brown's in this movie. She had nothing to do with this movie. She yeah. didn't even have nothing to do really with the last movie. It's her parents. And That's then, you why. know And her parent is in this one, but it's like, she doesn't. She's like, hey, let me get the, the fat kid from freaking Deadpool 2. And in this freaking. That's
0: where he was from. I was like, where have I seen this kid and then
1: And then freaking, you know, this conspiracy
0: podcaster guy
1: and you know defy my my dad's orders and then somehow get deep into the freaking facility of apex
0: yeah that was a
1: she had no purpose
0: yeah that was was, like
1: i'm trying to think like right now seriously right now what if if she if you removed her whole thing from the movie would it the only thing they would do is
0: they wouldn't get into apex
1: no, the only thing they would change the movie is that they were the reason for Mechagodzilla being kind of slowed down. Because remember, he was kicking ass, and so they're like, "We got help," and they were trying to. He was connected to a server, and then they poured the alcohol, and they poured into a computer, and apparently that was able to, you know, disconnect uh, them from the internet <laughs> or something. I don't know. And uh, then he got weaker. Yeah, that like that made him weaker. That was stupid. They poured alcohol in a computer. <laughs> that's what i'm trying to say like it was like what you know what other than that and that wasn't even her that was the other two guys yeah she was just there crying the whole time because she's in love with
0: godzilla (laughs) yeah she really is it's kind of weird you know
1: Uh, he's not bad Uh, other than that what
0: what other she had no purpose she should just brought waffles Yeah, dude, because uh, Stranger Things.
1: Oh, okay, I gotcha. I forgot. I forgot you Stranger Things. That's a whole nother topic, dude. Freaking her right now. Uh, I saw some in the news where she was like complaining because she's like, I'm growing." she's 17 now, I guess. And she's like, I'm growing up. I can, you know, I guess she was like dressing more because she did interviews for the movie. And dude, she did not look like a child. It kind of tripped me out at first because I saw her and I was like, Who is this person? And I go, oh, that's the Stranger Thing. And I go, whoa, (laughs) that's Stranger Things. Whoa, like she jumped like ten years. She was all makeuped out, and she looked way older than than what she currently is. It tripped me out for a minute there, but just her face
0: (laughs) (laughs) because you're used to seeing her in a dress with a denim jacket. With I'm used to seeing her as a kid, no hair. I'm used
1: to seeing her as a, a kid, like, she, you know, she's a kid, that's what she is, she's a kid, and no, she, that interview that I, will show you the picture, later. she, because it's, you know, it was well, because the
0: Stranger Things season, what is it, four? Yeah. Uh, they're supposed to be grown up. Are they? That's what, I think that's what it, the, the, supposed to
1: jump that, that yeah, far? Yeah,
0: I think so. They're all supposed to be grown up. Maybe because
1: if you look at the other kids, they all, like, freaking hit puberty and, like, jumped yeah, up a couple like, years.
0: Squeaky voices are no more.
1: Yeah. I don't know. But I don't know. It just tripped me out because I was just like, what the heck? Because now we're going to start seeing, you know, it's going to be weird. You start seeing these these actors in, like, more mature roles and you're just yeah. like, like, what? Like, imagine her being in a 50 Shades degree. You'd be like, No. No, 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 no. I can't do it. Getting hit with waffles.
0: No, I'm not ready for
1: it. (laughs) He wasn't
0: ready. No. No,
1: I can't. Like I'm I'm to me right now, she's you know, she's a stranger kid's Stranger Things kid, you know. But like watching Matilda's OnlyFans. (laughs) That's
2: so (laughs) disgusting.
0: (laughs) 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 Christina Ritchie. I know her from Casper i don't know i've I, the thing about chris her i'm i've adam's family i've she's never
1: interested me in any way even when i was a kid
0: i always liked it because she was like dark and breezy. she she
1: reminds me of a big forehead that's all when i think of christian i think of a big forehead right isn't that the big forehead girl
0: damn we're gonna just just because she has a big forehead that's all you think of yeah she's
1: yeah she yeah she has bangs and then Oh, you know what it is with her? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, with her, she reminds me of a girl in either junior high or high school. And this girl was a big slut. And so anytime I saw Christina Regia, I immediately, I immediately thought of a slut. And that's why I never, I just. I that's was just unfortunate. Like, exactly. And she had a big
0: forehead, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, and she had a big forehead, and bro, oh my god! See, look, at the, ooh, ooh, he said,
1: Ugh. ooh, oh no! Look at that! That's that's just that's humongous, bro,
0: bro. You act like Zoe Deschanel doesn't have a big forehead.
1: I I'm not attracted to Zoe Deschanel. Nick Fury, that fellow?
0: Yeah, he's right here.
1: Okay. Yeah, dude, I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, Godzilla is a good, uh, HBO max or in theaters. It's a good movie to watch. Uh, again, you just got to go into it ready to watch an over the top action movie. And as long as you like Godzilla, cause Kong Kong is ask. There's a part where like, where Godzilla pretty much beats the crap out of Kong. And it's like the final before Mecha Godzilla comes out and, uh, Godzilla or Kong is laying on his back, and uh, Godzilla's like on top. Of he puts his foot on over his chest. He like freaking crushes his like chest, just his, uh, his uh, ribs and all that. And he just yells in his face. And then Godzilla tries or uh, Kong tries to yell back. All I kept thinking about was Denzel Washington. <laughs> Say King Kong from training day <laughs> King Kong. <Uh-oh>. And God, <laughs> I'm putting cases on all of you. That's Godzilla, dude any alpha <laughs> any, <laughs> any any alpha that tries to threaten his alpha status he'd be like I'm putting cases on all of you. Mm-hmm. He took everybody out. Oh, oh, okay. Yep. You think he could do this to me? Yep. It's exactly <laughs> it. It's just the outcome is that he wins versus
0: yeah. Denzel not bro, winning. Denzel got lit up. Bro, that's one of my favorite movies yep. of all time. Mhm. That's that's all I can think of now when
1: Imagine, imagine, <laughs> this is so stupid. I just popped in my head. Imagine uh, uh, Denz, Training Day Denzel, bro, just like riding Godzilla on his like neck and just yelling at people. Well, why? Why would I imagine that? Because yeah, I think it's hilarious. So stupid. Oh, no, dude, it'd be great. You're trying to tell me that would not be an awesome sight? Hey,
0: didn't Warner Brothers do Training Day, too? Was it Warner Brothers
1: or is it Miramax? I don't know. They probably Miramax is probably a subsidy of one of those. Who knows? Anyways, it a new
0: line.
2: Um,
1: fine. Let me. That's a David Ayer movie. Yeah. Let's get the Ayer cut, bro, for Suicide Squad. Actually, no. That was a uh, Antoine Foucault. but David Ayer wrote it. Uh, that was a Warner Brothers
2: movie.
0: Mm. There you go. So you technically you could have. Uh, what's his name? Alonzo. Alonzo riding Godzilla. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He's so stupid, dude. Oh, my God. You need to make a graphic of Alonzo I mean, riding Godzilla.
1: I'm going to make it, bro. Because <laughs> you know he
0: has he has a, his car. He's like, meet me in the office. He's like, where's your office? He's like, we're in it. And he hits the hydros on his car. But you need to put hydros on Godzilla. Playing Dr. Dre. I need to find, like, a good image.
1: And I'm going to be the... I'll put this one right here. And I'll uh, Photoshop Ethan Hawke out and put Godzilla or King Kong in it. (laughs) That's what I'm going to do. It's a scene in the uh, Training Day movie. I was showing him a picture. It's from Training Day where. Um, Are you a sheep or a wolf? Yeah. Denzel. They're in the car and Denzel's pretty much giving him a lesson and he puts the gun to the side of his head. And I said, I'm going to Photoshop Ethan Hawke out and put in God uh, King Kong. <laughs> and then change. Uh, and then I'll Photoshop uh, Denzel, Photoshop Godzilla's head. <laughs> there you go. It'd work, bro. Mm-hmm. It'd work. Oh dude, I'm gonna have fun with this. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna do it for real,
0: <laughs> for
1: real. Real. Put my uh, Photoshop skills to the test. Bet. Um. All right, man. But yeah, theater was fun. Um. If you're not ready to go to the theaters, then don't go. But it was cool. I go to galaxy uh, Galaxy Theater here in Riverbank IMAX. I'll definitely go again to see any other cool movie. I guess the next one is
0: Black Widow. Black Widow. That might be yeah. the next one. I'll probably check that out and. Hi max mm-hmm. um yeah
1: i guess the last thing we can talk about real quick before we uh, wrap this up is um we'll change it from all this entertainment stuff well, i mean this is a form of entertainment but uh the nfl they yeah. expanded the regular season to 17 games normally 16 with uh, one one by week so technically football teams will play 15 games um, one week they'll be off, but now they added another week or another game. So they will play 16 games, um, with one by week still. And, uh, they reduced the preseason games to three weeks instead of four.
0: Yeah. Which Witcher. is, it's cool. Like technically we get one more week of actual football and not preseason. Cause I never really watched preseason anyways. I was never a fan of it, but you know, but did you,
1: do you like that they, so they removed a week of preseason, but the f- NFL season still starts like normal from previous years in terms of I think it's like what the beginning of September. Yeah. So it just, it'll so they shifted it'll roll into January. Yeah. So now like the Super Bowl is
0: normally like at the end of January or beginning of February, but now it's like the it, middle of February. It's like the end of end of February now. Yeah. yeah. I thought I thought that was cool. Um, you know, adding an extra game. May give, you know, certain teams an extra advantage or leg in if they're they're trying for playoffs and stuff like that. Especially with the way they changed the playoffs last year. I don't know, man. So I don't really know how I feel
1: about it to be honest. I'm just kinda like I guess. It's just you get
0: more football after Christmas. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just All I know is uh my cowboys play the Patriots. Uh, week 18. Or, yeah, 17. What's his name? Still QB for them, yeah? Cam Newton? Yeah, they signed him back for another year. Uh, you guys should win that game. Yeah, but I mean, <clears throat>
1: unless he comes back and
0: somehow. Well, we should have Dak back, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I just saw. Yeah, I know you're going to say. Carolina. Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam Darnold traded for Sam Darnold. That was a blockbuster trade. Well, a lot of people were
1: saying that Sam Darnold was just on a bad team. He was. And uh uh there now people are kind of giving uh Carolina some uh some respect. They're saying like they're they could be a contender again. I mean, they got what? They still have McCaffrey, right? as the running back. Yeah. So now you got a good quarterback again. Or a decent quarterback at least. We'll see. I mean, who knows. Uh one guy from ESPN they're like, oh, here we go with the, you know, Ryan Tannehill 2.0 or something. And, you know, I did. Carolina's going to be good. And I'm sitting there going like, Carolina's going to be good. Watch all this. But then he his comparison was to Ryan Tannehill. So I was like, okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ryan Tannehill's no scrub. But, I mean, it took him a couple years to yeah get a good team that he can try and, I mean, he took uh, Tennessee to the playoffs twice or once once but I mean that that one time that one time when they freaking had that run where they went to the I think it was the AFC championship game I mean that was really Derrick Henry let's be real Tannehill just played game manager and yeah did a good job controlling the ball so I don't know man we'll see I, I have I honestly genuinely don't really I really don't know what to expect my Broncos are trash right now, so I'm really not really
0: too excited. I mean, can all be winners? I mean, we were. At least you got a a Super Bowl in recent years. I'm still watching mine in VHS. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're hella stupid. Who's that? Still got my VHS, uh,
0: my sports car VCR rewinder or cassette rewinder? Wow. That's hilarious. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well. Usher, baby. <laughs> you got too many questions, bro. How many? Uh, uh, I think we're up to 26 questions now. Mm, we done messed up. Mm-hmm. So seductive. Can <laughs> you stop saying that? <laughs> Looking at me dead in the
1: eyes when you say it? Hey, I am dead and nice, bro. It's mid it's about to be midnight. Is and it really? Yes, sir. Oh,
0: Second. <laughs> Done. Yep. All right. Well, until next week, fellas.
2: All right. Party's over. Everyone go home.
0: That's this week's episode of Sigma Duocast. Catch us next week on another episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode.
1: Be sure to like and follow our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, subscribe to our YouTube, Spotify, and Apple podcast channels.
2: What is that? How do you learn to talk like that? We've learned our languages through the World Wide Web.
1: Until next time, stay safe, and thanks for tuning in.
0: You're still here? It's over. Go
2: home. Go.